Good morning, everyone, or afternoon, or evening, or wherever you might find yourself. Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Stay Uncomfortable. This is your boy, Johan. It's your boy, O. And today we, um, you know, we got some, some interesting things to talk about. Some very interesting things to talk about. Oscar, how are you, bro? I'm good. You're good? I like I'm to hear good. That. I'm great. Speaking, I'm trying to speak it into existence, you know, but I'm great. I'm ha- this is episode 10, by the way. Episode 10. Episode 10 of Stay Uncomfortable. We appreciate everybody who's been on the journey with us so far. And for the ones who will stick around for the more episodes that are to come. That's cr- that's crazy, bro. 10 episodes. What are we doing, bro? 10 episodes. It's almost like we got nothing better to do with our time. But If they only knew. If they only knew. If they only knew. Listen, uh, how's your week been, bro? So far, it is well. Today's your Saturday, yeah. So, how's your week going? Work was rough. Work was long, but we made it through. Thank God. We uh, we're feeling better. We're feeling good. Feeling good on all aspects. I always like to ask the question. Um, I always like to rank things. So, okay, on terms of mental, physical, and spiritual. Right. So I would rank my spiritual like about a good seven. Okay. I don't like to use the number five because that's too easy. It's like, that's neutral. That's yeah, neutral. like, okay. you know. So spiritual, I'll give myself a seven. Right. Physical, I give myself about, I'll give myself an eight. And you was at the gym last night. Yeah, I was there to like 10 something. Damn. And right. I say um, mental, mental slash emotional, I'm going to give myself like a good, like a good six. Okay. All right. I'll see you. I'll what about you? you? I like um, to ask it to other people too. Yeah, well, if I'm gonna rank it, if I'm gonna rank it, yeah, yeah, spiritual, uh, I'll say a four, a four, three and a half, four. Uh, we're being honest here, so yeah, you know. yeah. Physical, a two. I have not felt the best this week, a two, and uh, well, mental, mental. I'm gonna give myself a a seven. All right, seven. That's where I am so far, but um, yeah, we're we're moving forward, bro. Yeah, I pray for those other two, man. Yeah, why why was this week so long, bro? Wow. Fall falls on the way, but th- you see, that's the thing. I love the fall. Me too. So I don't understand. Like, if you like something, why does it feel like it's dragging? But you know what it is, though. It's the fact that now that falls here, we want to be home most of the time. But you know, us working, man. That's you know, the truth. Kind of, it kind of makes us hate going to work a little bit more. Man, and you know what the crazy thing is? I I experience beautiful sunsets and everything like almost daily. I see, and but, but I don't know, man. I'm, it's not with my wife next to me, so it sucks. Yeah, it kind of does. It's like it's like I, I experience all these beautiful landscapes by myself. I I don't really get to see or you know share it with my wife because she's you don't get to be there with the most beautiful landscape in bro, your opinion. Ooh, Carmen, ya tu sabe. Anyway, uh. So yeah, bro. Uh, I feel like you got a question wound up for me. Always. What's up? Uh, question of the day is, what type of father do you think you're gonna be? What type of father do I think I'm going to be? I am going to try my best to be. Are you talking like in like in like personality wise? No, just overall, what type of father do you think you're going to be well, towards I your... I think I'm going to be a good father. 
That's okay. For, that's number one because uh, my kids deserve a good father. Right. That's the first thing. But number two, uh, I had a good example. You know, a lot of people have bad examples, and that's why they're bad fathers. But mm-hmm. I had a, a pretty good example growing up uh, with all his flaws, as any human being would have. But right. he was A1 when it came to how to be a man, how to treat my wife, how to, you know, how to talk to people, how to be respectful. And I, what I don't want to do is be a father who, which is, this is kind of weird. I don't want to give everything to my kids. Right. I don't want to be that type of father. People, oh, yeah, I, I work to spoil my kids. If that's, you know, I want to give them what I never had. Now, nah, I want my kids to struggle. A little bit. Build character. Straight up, yes. I want them to struggle. Because th- there's a saying that says, difficult times build hard men. Hard men build easy times. Easy time build soft men. And soft men build difficult times. That's so, a good quote. Bro, it's, it, when you think about it, it's true. And I'm like... I'm not gonna raise no soft men. You watch your mind. No, I'm I'm gonna raise some some men who are good contributors to society. Right. Who have something to give. But if they don't if they don't struggle a little bit, if they don't suffer a little bit every yeah. now and then, they're not gonna be able to appreciate you know what they got going on. But yeah, that's I feel like that's the type of I'm gonna be kinda tough on them, but not in a in an overly, you know, dictatorship type of thing. I'm gonna be like, you know, hey, listen, we gotta we, got to pull yourself up yeah cry yeah. a little bit but let's go if they're boys yeah. if they're girls then you're gonna be soft as marshmallow i don't know well you know what no i'm gonna make sure that she has a good example of what a father is supposed to be what a husband is supposed to be right how a man is supposed to treat his wife so she don't end up on OnlyFans, bro that i feel like the reason that happens a lot of the times is because they don't have good examples Remember, call those fatherless activities yeah so you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be out here you know neglecting my daughters i'm not gonna be you know saying yes to absolutely everything yes i need to know where you are yes your location better be on your phone i need to see oh that's an invasion of privacy i don't give a damn when yes you better be home by nine nine thirty and that's a little bit early as she goes growing up you know but that but the thing is i'm Maybe not i gonna, thought that was late what i'm not gonna do <laughs> what i'm not gonna do is if i have a boy and a girl i'm not gonna be like he has more freedom than she does right i'm not gonna do that because that's that's unfair, number one. And number two, all I'm going to say is, son, protect your, your your sister. Yeah, she's if he's older. And, and not even, and even like daughter, protect your brother because mm-hmm. women are very protective over their brothers too. So um, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to be that type of father. And um, for any parents out there that are watching, I know Manny's on the live. Uh, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you know, nobody does. And I appreciate the fact that you guys are so trying. But, um, yeah, that's the type of dad I'm going to be. You know, your privacy, you got to respect your privacy. Not in this house. You know, you can have... You can Dominicans have space. don't believe in that. You can have some space. You know, I'm not going to be all up in your space. You mm-hmm. know, you can... Whatever, but... But if, if that door has to come down, it's coming down. Because we, we don't play that. We I'm not going to be a strict parent. I'm going to be a responsible parent. So that's just that's just me, bro. I, I don't know. Uh I just see too many shenanigans nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I mean, too definitely. Much, too, I, I see a, a direct correlation. I feel like I'm dragging this question on longer than it should, but whatever. Mm, that's cool. I, I see a lot of um direct correlation of disrespectful children, wilding out children, kids who don't know what they want to do in life, kids who don't aspire to be good adults or to be 
hardworking adults. Yeah. I see that hand in hand with neglectful parenting. Mm-hmm. With parenting who just, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll buy you everything. everything. Everything begins in the in the household. Yeah. So precisely. So I am not gonna be playing those games. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna be playing those games. I I, I love. I I don't even have these kids yet, and I love them too much to allow myself to raise them in in such a cowardly way because that's cowardly that's what that really is if you're afraid to correct your children if you're afraid to tell them no every now and then if you're afraid to show them that this is not their house Mm -hmm. that they live here but this is not their house this is my house with my rules you have your own independence you have your own way of thinking you have autonomy right you have freedom of thinking here yeah and even you can even call me out when i'm when i'm in the wrong but i'm a father and you 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 better listen to me. I feel like a lot of a lot of parents just they try to be more more friends to their kids rather than um rather than a parent. And yeah, I, I think that's part of the issue as well. I, I agree. They want to be cool with everything, you know. I feel like that happens in marriage too. Like we want to be cool with everything. Yeah, you could do whatever. You could just take you know do whatever you want, and then and then it's it doesn't work for anyone. No. But um but yeah bro, what type of dad do you think you're gonna be? I mean, I already know that I'm gonna be that that fun dad that's always joking around and everything. But I feel like I'm right. gonna I'm gonna be the dad that I don't have to speak much. I'm gonna have like that look, that that look that parents be talking about, like Mama Odalis. That's gonna be you. Yeah. For for that. those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, Oscar one time, well, a couple times, he he would do stuff. He wasn't the brightest. He wasn't the sharpest crayon in the crayon box. You know. You, one would think, just one would think that my mom has like a a, a PhD in in psychology. Bro, one time, I remember, you did something and she just was talking to you. She and and you said, "Please just hit me like this." Like, yeah, like I I would much rather you just hit me. I much much rather the physical pain because the physical pain. Like, you're going to feel it in the moment, but you're going to feel like it's a real punishment. Yeah. When yeah. you do something wrong and your parents just kind of tell you, to, they kind of just talk to you, it kind of hurts more in the heart, like in the soul. It's like, damn, yeah. like, just just hit me. Like, please. Like, like just get it over with. What are we doing here? Yeah. So. Now, sometimes that does happen. That does happen. But you feel like you're going to be like that that father that just, you know, your presence is made known when you walk in the house. Yeah. Like, no matter what was going on. Yeah. I think that's uh, it. Yep. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I feel like you are gonna be that type of dad too. Honestly, I really do. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I like I'm like I don't know what it is. I'm like I just turned twenty six, as you guys heard last podcast. I don't know what it is, but I like I can't wait to be a dad, bro. It it for sure is gonna be an experience. It's gonna be a fun experience. Yeah, I hope so. And you know why? We we. We're not going to be neglectful fathers mm-hmm. is what it is, you know. And when we know that that kid is going to grow up in a loving home, that's exciting. That's honestly, it's it's really great to, to look forward to something that, you know, no matter how difficult it can be, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel. So uh, with that being said. Here we go. Here we go. We tried talking about this last week, but we had so many technical difficulties that one would think, oh, that's God telling them not to talk about that. That's God telling them not to go down. But I'm stubborn. I really am. I am stubborn as a mule. This man has a personal beef. I really do. And you know what the funny thing is? This person has no idea who I am. She has no idea that I exist at all. I mean, she's uh, seen your videos, hasn't she? I don't think so. I don't think so. Somebody came. All right. So 
let me just give the context. Somebody came onto my videos, right? I was talking about how a man should take care of himself, you know? Right. How a man should, you know, feel he he, he shouldn't feel like he's not he, he like he's less than just because he's a man and I, sometimes society is um built around diminishing what a man does, his job, you know? And it makes us feel like we're not worth too much. It makes us feel like we're only uh, worth what we have in our pockets. Right. Right. And I was talking about that. And somebody came on my comment section and he said, bro, what do you think about the sprinkle sprinkle lady? And I'm like, the who? <laughs> the sprinkle sprinkle lady. I'm like, well, if somebody asked me what I think about somebody, let me let me go do some, you know, my research, due, my due diligence, do some research. And what I found, brother, was appalling. It was, it was horrible. And of course, I, I, I am going to say this. I know, I saw some clips that sounded atrocious. But then I, I'm like, I can't really judge somebody off of a soundbite. I can't do that. I have to go to her channel. Her channel was worse. It was worse. She is a person who a lot of people are saying she is not a fine uh, a relationship coach. She is a financial advisor first of all that's bs i just want to put that out there that is bs if you're telling people how to date who to date and what to look for and what that thing is is mainly money you're not a financial coach you're 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 a dating advisor and this is we're speaking metaphorically like this woman does not have a degree in none of that as far as we're concerned she's just somebody who's maybe i guess she does maybe she does maybe she know. does but the reason why they call her a financial advisor is because her main goal is basically to help women or teach women how to get with men simply for their pockets. Yeah, and that, and that I have a problem with that. I really do. If you, every man should have a problem with that. Exactly. Like, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I made a very concise what I thought was going to be the least controversial video on my entire channel. The video said the following: Listen, ladies, do not look for a man solely based on his pocket. Right. Do not look for what a man can offer you. But also see what you can offer that man. Right. I explained to them how seeing a man as, you know, a money bag is not feminist because it's 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 not empowering to you at all because you're you're basically using another person and that person now has leeway to use you. Mm-hmm. And then not to cry or not to feel upset when that person uses you for your body, just like you using you're using him for his pocket. Mm-hmm. That, in my opinion, that logic was 100%. It is. Then the comments come rolling in. The sprinklers came in. The sprinklers. <laughs> that's what I like to call them. That's the that's the nickname for for all the followers of the sprinkle, sprinkle this ladies. Man the sprinklers. Said, this man said sprinkle. Yo, 14, what's up, bro? He's on the live. I haven't seen 14 in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen him. But, um, but yeah, the sprinklers. Right. Or the sprinklets. They came in to the comment section because it was all women, bro. All of them. I imagine so. It was all. And here's the thing. I say don't use a man for his money. Don't seek a man for what he has in his pockets. First comment. All I'm hearing in this video is I'm broke. Okay. Fine. That, that, that pissed you off, didn't it? It pissed me off because of how inconsistent it can be. Mm-hmm. Like... You you have seen all of my videos, all of them, right? And and this is the conclusion that you come to. Mm-hmm. Fine. 
And but some of these p- people didn't follow me, so obviously right. I can't really give too much thought to somebody who really is just there to to poke the bear, I guess, to yeah. to see what. But whatever, to that's troll exactly. Then the next comment coming comes in. Oh, this man is just saying I'm dusty. I'm dusty. I'm broke. I'm broke. Over and over again. I'm like, all right, I see a theme here. Somebody else comes in. She was hurt. She was like. Nobody told you to make a video about the sprinkle sprinkle lady. Stop capping. Uh, what do you? I'm like, what is going on? She sent her army bro, after I you. I don't think she did, bro. I think because I I really think that um that the the video reached a certain people, and then you know I did put hashtag sprinkle sprinkle because I wanted to reach a certain audience. I wanted to reach them. I really did because I wanted to speak some some logic into these, right. these people's brains, bro. Into these women. Exactly. Some some men too. Some men too because here's the thing. Those are the men with no character. Bro, yeah, yeah, I, I it's laziness. It's laziness. If you can be the best man ever just because you got money, bro, it would be so easy to be a man. That's cuz I said it one time. I was like I was like it's so easy to just give money yeah. to somebody. You don't have to take care of them in any other because yeah, emotional being emotional and intelligent takes work. Yeah. Being there for somebody takes work. It takes no effort to just give somebody something. It doesn't. It doesn't. And here's the thing, it might take effort to earn that money, but you can earn money dishonestly. Yeah. So there's no way that you can tell me that just because you have money in your pockets that makes you a good man. But whatever, whatever. This woman these women are are, are basically looking at what the man can offer them, right? The sprinkle sprinkle lady had a video or a little clip. Somebody asked her, "Oh, uh, my man asked me what I'm bringing to the table, right?" The sprinkle sprinkle lady then said, which I think her name is Shara, or Sarah. I forgot what her name is. She said, "Oh, if a man asks me what I'm bringing to the table, I'm gonna say I'm gonna bring another man, so he could take care of me. He could take care of you, and you're broke." And I'm like, "Okay, okay, what what's?" The ignorance is crazy. What's, what's happening here? What's and then then they have the audacity to tell, oh, she's not a, a relationship advisor. She's a financial coach. She's coaching you to a life of singleness. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be single, single. That's how you're gonna be. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be because you're, you're using men. That's that's my entire point. You're using men, and they don't like it when I say that if they are basically um if they're using them men, they're using men right for their money right. Then they agree with a lot of what Andrew Tate is saying, because Andrew Tate also advocates for men being rich and women being basically monogamous. That's all he says. Men, what you have in your pocket, that's what that's what you're worth. That's what makes you. Which is the same thing that the sprinkle sprinkle lady is parroting, and then, and then, uh, the woman, if if she's good for her body, that's all she's good for. Mm-hmm. And that's what I don't like. We're creating this backwards culture of I give you and you give me. Yeah. We're creating transactions. Transactions, yep. And I don't like that. So, yeah, I do have some beef with that. I really do. Because my entire purpose, my entire purpose is to shift the landscape of what marriage is. You know? the To shift the entire purpose of how marriage has been going. The entire landscape. I don't want people to keep going through divorces right i don't want men who get into relationships lovingly that's what this podcast is for man. exactly like we we want you to look inward look inside what are you doing wrong that you could do better and to do it now before it's too late as well 
you know, to do it now and make sure that that the work gets done now. So then you're not in a place in your life where you you're empty handed and you and you don't have anything. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot going on in the comment section of TikTok right now. I'm mad. I can't see. It. So, bro, it's it's I love it. Are there sprinklers it, in there? I'm not going to say there's sprinklers, but uh, Ariel said if the man wants to give, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. If he wants to give, you're right. Here, here's willingly. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is where I kind of like get upset. People are calling me broke. This is gonna be one of those podcasts, and I'm ready for it. Yeah, people are calling me broke because I'm telling women not to abuse men's pockets. It's not like we're telling them get I'm a not, job. I'm not telling men not to. My wife doesn't work. My wife, I pay all the bills in my house. Everything he, you're looking at in this camera frame. I bought all of this, he does. except for this, for this laptop. You know who bought this? My wife bought me this laptop. You know why my wife bought me this laptop? Because I'm not some some dusty, is that what they're calling them? Dusty dude? <laughs> yeah. I'm not some dusty man. Because you provide. It's like I, I, I said it last week. It, it, security. The whole security thing. All you are doing is being a provider. But you're being a provider. The question is to who? Who are we being a provider to? You wouldn't provide for your wife if you felt like she didn't deserve to be provided exactly. for. Exactly. I wouldn't do it. But that's the thing. We, I, I really want people to stop giving marriage privileges to people who are not married to them. That is the big problem here. We're giving too many oh, marital privileges, wifey privileges, husband privileges to people who are not willing to commit to us or yep. that we're not even willing to commit to. Yep. And that's the problem. Oh, Oscar, how much money is in your pocket? If that number defines who you are as a man, there is a huge problem. And that's why we're going this way as a society. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, yes. So, yes. I'm married. I'm married. My wife is taken care of because i as a man am take are ta being taken care of exactly i went out there to be take to take care of her and not sexually no not just that yeah but financially emotionally physically yeah. spiritually in every way that my wife needs to be taken care of i will do it because i understand the responsibility that i have as a man but if i if i approach my marriage as what can my wife do for me because and, and that will translate to what i can do for her exactly exactly no Bro, I, I, I had this thought this week, right? We are seeing relationships or marriages right. as transactions and not investments. If you see something as a transaction, whatever service I render at that time, I want an immediate return on that service that I mm -hmm. render. ASAP. Immediately. Equivalent or even less than, right? However, if I see marriage as an investment, I know that I'm not going to get out of it everything that I put into it immediately. I know that it's going to take some time. I know that sometimes I'm going to, but guess what? As the time goes by, I'm going to get way more out of it, way more out of it. And it's not that I'm putting into and it. And it's not like, and it's not like what you're, that you're in it for that. It is not like you're in it for that. It's just comes with the territory of being a good husband. That what is the three P's that you say? Priest, provider, protector. That is the reward. The long term is the reward. Yes. That's exactly what it is. The long term is having a wife who's happy because that is my biggest goal, to make sure that my wife is happy. Exactly. That she's taken care of. That she feels That you safe. add to her happiness. Exactly. That she feels safe in this home, right? But here's the thing. All the women, all the women who are, you know, sprinklers, I, yeah. I guess that's the best. 
they are calling men who are actually married mm-hmm. but don't want to be seen as wallets broke and dusty. Meanwhile, they're all single. Yeah, because I always say, I think deep down, all women, all women want to be catered to, catered to, and all women want the title of a wife. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you live in the United States, where you live in the world, what your, your what your lifestyle is. Every woman, no matter how rough around the edges she might be because of past trauma, they all want to be taken care of delicately, like a flower, and they all want to be, they all want to be wives, and they all want to be, they all want to submit to to to. And yes, I'm gonna say the word, and they all want to submit to a man, but not just any man. Right. It can't just be any man. Exactly. Because yes, I do agree. A lot of women say, "Oh, what are we submitting to?" I agree. There's a lot of men out here who have nothing to submit to. Precisely. But an air mattress. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. The word "submit" it, it, it's seen in such a negative light because we automatically assume that means obey what your husband says. Yep. That's that's not what that means. Nope. If you look at the biblical term, like the 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 biblical translation of what the word submission means, it just means listen to your husband, trust that man. That's all. Under, like trust his leadership which again even leadership doesn't mean what people think it means all it means is in fact biblically leadership means that i serve you yeah it means that i take care of your needs first mm-hmm. it means that i show the way that jesus would would pave and that is the way of humility that's the way of love unconditional love and servitude sh- everything exactly but no we, we we get these words twisted up we apply definitions to them that don't really apply Mm -hmm. and then we have people who aren't willing to serve which is actually what i was talking about yesterday right every all these people are getting into relationships into marriages and the last thing on their mind is how do i serve them and that should be the first thing on your mind you should never go into a marriage or even a relationship and say hmm what can that person do for me sister brother you're seeing marriage as a transaction yeah if you if you're trying to see what they can do for you, you're seeing marriage as a business. You'd move. be better off just you'd be better off just staying in the in the boyfriend girlfriend stage where the effort you know is not well you don't got to put as much effort because it's real over here. Yeah, marriage life is real and it's not it's not easy. At first, it might take a little a little a little work. Yeah, but that's internal work. Marriage in itself is not is not hard, bro. It here's the thing. At first, marriage can be a little bit difficult, but that's because you are amalgamating two different worlds. Exactly. Two different ways of thought, two different raising up models, two different parenting styles, everything coming together into one. So there's going to be a lot of friction at first. Right. There's going to be a lot of uh, issues that you're not going to understand. Why exactly. Is, why, why am I getting upset that my wife gets up? 30 minutes after I do? Why am I getting upset that she brushes her teeth at a certain way? Why is she getting upset that I boo my coffee a certain way? And what people don't understand is that the same thing, where do people get married at? An altar, right? Yeah. What are altars also for? As Christians, altar altar calls. What happens at altar calls? You You die. You lay it down. Bro, you die. That's what it is. Like, spiritually, metaphorically. Spiritually, metaphorically, you you die. Because you no longer, you no longer serve, live for yourself. No. and I wish more people would understand that when they're at the altar getting married to somebody. Yeah, not just saying random words because the priest or whoever is telling you say these words because this is the traditional thing to do. Exactly, exactly. Somebody said that clearly I have, I'm have. i not listening to Andrew Tate. <laughs> You're damn right I'm not listening to Andrew Tate. But there's a lot of 
videos that I've seen that are not just clips because I'm not the type of person that judges somebody off of a. I've seen some of his videos that are that there's some things that he does say. Well, obviously, listen, I, I'm not going to be the person that sits here and bashes him just because he says a few things here and there. Yeah, in a few I, seconds. You know, mm-hmm. however, however, there's a lot of things that he says that I don't agree with. For example, he is trying to prop men up to be, you know, to have value, right. to think, to value themselves, to go to the gym, all right. good things. But then he says things. That are so inconsistent with that mindset that I'm like, there's no way that you can tell me that you're pro man. Because he said, and this is a quote, and I'm going to censor myself because TikTok likes to take these lives down. And obviously, I want to be a little bit, you know, right. straight through. He said, and I quote, if a woman wants to be happy, she has to be okay with her man messing up. And we all know what he meant by messing up a few times. Going out here and there because all women want from men is financial security and all men want from women is sexual exclusivity. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that all you're good for is what you have in your pockets. You're telling me that all you're good for is what you can provide. What happens when you don't got that money, brother? What happens when you no longer are able to provide? Because money is as fragile and fleeting as any other thing. You can have the bag today. But yeah, we value it more than we value ourselves. Bro, how many billionaires don't you have? You, well, we don't really know any of them, obviously. But how many million dollar and billion dollar companies haven't you seen that go bankrupt? A lot. Toys R Us mm-hmm. had the empire in the in the 80s and the 90s. Radio Shack, Blockbuster. Exactly. All those companies. Then all of a sudden... Internet shopping came around. Mm-hmm. Amazon came around. eBay came around. Oh, streaming. Everything. What happened to that? Bankrupt. Yep. Even the the people with the most money in their pockets cannot uh, assure themselves that they're going to be that they're going to be able to provide all the time. And at that point, what are they then? They all they are is just a memory now. Exactly. So my question is: If all you were as a man, what was in your pockets? When that money's gone, what are you worth? Not a dime. Nada. Nothing, according to society. However, this is why my emphasis is more on character than on assets, Mm -hmm. on who you are rather than what you have. Mm -hmm. If you're a man who has a lot of character, even when you don't have money, you'll make it happen. Because you you have have... a work ethic. Because you have a desire to provide. Because, for example, we all know I've been unemployed. Yeah. When COVID came around, that was hard. That was tough. I've been unemployed. As well. That was tough. I got laid off in 2020. Uh, what is it? September 2020. I got laid off. COVID. Boom. Nobody wants to work. And I was working at a at a recruiting agency. Mm-hmm. I remember. So nobody wants to work. And guess what? Boom. Guess what? My character did not let, let me stay unemployed for too long. Mm-hmm. Who I was as a man, my desire to provide for my wife. Because I promised my wife, baby. That's what it was right there. As soon as we can. As soon as we can, we are going to have you not have to work mm-hmm. because I know that she wanted to stay home and do what she, you know, what she wanted to do. She wanted to stay home, do YouTube, yeah. what she's doing now, whatever. But guess what? She held it down mm-hmm. for those couple months that wasn't able to find a suitable job for this home. She held it down. Do you think somebody who, who sees men or men as what's in their pockets would have done that? No, and then the, another thing is that you you also, even when you didn't have the job, 
you felt secure and you felt safe that your wife was not going to leave you simply because you at the moment you didn't. Exactly. exactly. A lot of men with a lot of a lot of men with money can't promise that. A lot of men with money they that's probably not their case. They it's probably not. think I got to keep getting it because if I don't this woman's going to leave me. Exactly. And and, and that's sad. That the, the, like the the pressure that that puts on a person. That's almost manipulation almost. It is. It's it to to a certain degree, bro. This is when I have to tell men to value themselves as well. Like I I cannot be I cannot be telling men to just think about the money mm-hmm. and then tell women just just not to offer up their bodies. Right. Because it has to be like, just like I told women, I, t- I talk to women way more than men sometimes. You need to respect yourself. You need to give yourself your value. You you are not just your body. Mm-hmm. You have intrinsic value. You have spiritual value. You right. are God's daughter before you were any man's wife. So you have to value yourself. But in the same regard, I have to tell men to do the same. Men, you have to value yourself. You have to give yourself the, the spot that you that you belong in. Mm-hmm. Like you understand by design, by design, you have a spiritual calling to be the leader of your household. That means that it's much more than money. It's much more than what you can provide. Who are you as a man? Does your wife feel safe around you? Do your kids have a good example of what a father is? Does your wife have a, a good, you know, healing process through you? Because maybe she didn't have the best father growing up. But are you somebody who can help her heal? Exactly. Are, are you somebody you providing that, that, that exactly? Are you somebody who can who can be there for her and break that generational curse? Because then that goes along. Exactly. You're gonna go ahead and have sons, and your sons and or daughters are gonna think the exact same way. And we're just gonna have a whole bunch of little yous out here, not 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 standing up to to the to the bar that's supposed to be set. Exactly. Exactly. But if we keep feeding into this narrative of well, uh, men are only good for their money, women are only good for their bodies. Which, by the way, I don't want to hear nobody. Like, if you are looking at a man for what he can do for you, what he can, and obviously, I want to make a, a very, uh, quick parenthesis here, quick side side note. Don't get married to a broke man. Yeah, we're not saying that. That's not what we're saying at all. I really hope that's clear. I, I, it sucks that I have to actually translate this. Because people are so extreme sometimes. No, uh, nitpicky. Would yeah. Tiny, don't get married to a broke man. Don't get married to a man who is not going to be able to provide for you. Or that at least you can't do it together. Do not tie your life. Do not intertwine your life with a person who has no intention of seeing you, you know, prosper. Or seeing themselves prosper because that's what I see. I, I said it. I think it was it was like it was I made a TikTok the other day about how how people want to get their lives together, how people want to get their lives together at a certain age. Right. Like, no, if you if you're with a man, I don't know, let's say we're all adults here. Let's say from you're 21 to whatever the age of your prime, maybe like 35 and you don't have it all together as a woman. You should see that and you should consider that. Yeah, because if 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 this man has done nothing from his life from the 21 to the 35 then you can't expect him to want to take care of you now. No. Because at the end of the day, you got to love yourself. You got to want more for yourself than somebody else can for you. It's inconsistent yeah. to think that way. And, you know, Manny said something here, which I want to just sprinkle in here. Ha, sprinkle. You're not funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not. Uh, he said, marriage is skewed because it requires you to drop the ego and pride is at an all-time high. 
You got to die at the altar. Talk about a conundrum. So here's the thing. Yes, marriage 100% requires you to drop your ego. Immediately. Drop your pride. Drop it. Any type of offensive or defensive approach that you can have, mm-hmm. you need to drop that. If you're not willing to, fine. Don't get married. Don't. Because marriage is consistently going to try you. It is going oh. to test you. They will test your gangster. <laughs> marriage will test your gangster. It really it will, really will. Mm-hmm. And then And then you can't blame anyone else but yourself. For the undoing of your marriage if you're not willing to drop that. But they do because narcissists love that. Bro, here's the thing. I, I, the word narcissist, I'm very uh, very selective with it. Yeah. Because I, as I always say, because we've used it a couple times on the show. Right. Narcissism is a legitimate diagnosis. Right. It is a legitimate mental health disorder that unfortunately many people go through. However, the, the mainstream quote-unquote narcissism yeah the where media people or whatever. are not willing to recognize that they're wrong mm-hmm. people are willing to recognize that they did mess up that type of narcissism we address that and if that's who you are don't get married yeah. if you can do no wrong don't get married yeah because at the end of the day and something that, that i heard the other day is that narcs narcissists yeah. they want you to leave why so they have something to blame when their life turns yeah that's true that's true uh a lot of them intentionally sabotage their marriages mm-hmm. but will never take the step to go nope because they're cowards yep they just want their their wives or husbands to say you know what i'm done with this yeah and now so then they can go around telling everybody oh well oh, she left she me, left me he left me because no look I, I am a mess now because she left me mm-hmm. no you were a mess you just needed somebody to point the finger at exactly what they don't know is that when you point a finger there's three more pointing back at you come on bro come on we're t- what are we talking about here we 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 have to like we have to examine ourselves bro i don't understand why because i blame men a lot of the time for this type of behavior so going back to the uh the financial coach right i blame a lot of the time of men for that behavior because if if they don't feed into it it wouldn't be a thing exactly we low key don't know that like we're the ones dealing the hand here. Exactly. If if, if men and it goes vice versa. Mm-hmm. Just like I say, if women, if many women wouldn't advertise their bodies as all they have, mm-hmm. then maybe men would see them for more than just their bodies, because that's the argument. Oh, we use men for their money because y'all have used us for our bodies for this whole time. Okay, first of all, you are way more than just your body. Yeah. You don't need a man to tell you that. That legal prostitution. <laughs> Really, that's true. Really, but but again, like you are way more than what you were born with. You you have a soul, you have intelligence, you have desires, you have passion, you have all of these things. You are way more than what than your body. But mm-hmm. then, but then, men, I also have to tell them, you're way more than your bank account. Your bank account. And if you were to advertise more than your bank account, because what's the first thing we do? We get the nice car. Yeah. We get the nice house. We get the nice chains. We get everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what we flash. That's what we advertise. So don't, you need to be consistent with this. Don't be upset when a woman only, oh, well, all these women, all, all they want is my money. All they want is a, a come up. Well, bro, you look like a lick. I'm sorry. That You look like a really, a real easy lick. <laughs> that's what you're looking like right now. 
you're looking like like you want somebody to come up to you and say, hey, I want that. Yeah, give, give me, me money. Exactly. So if all you're advertising is what you have and not who you are, please do not feel offended when people only come after what you have and not who you are. Mm. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm don't. Why are you smiling? Because you know. Because that's, you know, that's facts. Because that's, that's tough. Facts. So, so with that being said, if men would stop flaunting their money, if they would stop flaunting what they have and would rather put out there their personality, their hobbies, what they like to do, what their desires and passions, mm-hmm. bro. Without being afraid of being judged, bro. I I wish I w- I wish I had a camera on my face every time I see my wife talking. You about, do have a camera on your face. No, man. I'm talking. I'm saying like when my wife is like talking to oh. me, like anything that she likes, like when she's on her videos or even the books. Mm-hmm. When she's talking about her books, she just talk starts to talk to me about these these very complicated storylines, and I have to try to follow her, but the way she gets, like, her eyes just open up, and I'm like, that, when she is being passionate about something, that's when I'm most attracted to her. That's when I'm most like, wow, you are glowing right now. Oh. I opened up the little book. What's in the book? When your wife is talking, be her support. Cheer her on. Make her voice resonate and echo amongst what people need to hear. Learn to draw back. I like that. So even in a public setting as well, when your wife is speaking, mm-hmm. you got to make it seem like it's the not make it seem you got to you got to show that support and, and and show that this is the most important important most important person in the room talking right now. Right. This yeah. isn't about me. This is her personality. This is exactly. who she's deciding to show to everybody around here. We forget that sometimes not sometimes all the time. They were a whole person. Yeah. Before we were introduced to their lives, mm-hmm. they had dreams, they had desires, they had needs, they had problems, they had issues, they had turmoil, they had all of these things way before they were introduced to us or we were introduced to them. Exactly. So we got to be their biggest fans. Exactly. We, 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 I am my wife's biggest fan. I tell her that every day, every single day. When she's like, I was talking about last night. She sometimes is her worst critic, which anyone we all are. Yeah, we all are. We, especially those of us who have any artistic vision, mm-hmm. we we criticize the hell out of ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I tell her, you are doing amazing, and you're doing more than most people. Yeah, because uh, let's say, who was it? Somebody said there are people with half the talent that you have, or even a quarter of the talent that you have, mm-hmm. and they're doing much greater things than you because they're actually doing it, and you're not doing anything. And Again, I, I like to remind her that she has all of that and more. Yeah. She she, she I, I'm telling you, bro, telling you, when that YouTube money starts to come in and I don't gotta be a trucker no more, because my wife's gonna take care of me. Cause she's not a dusty, dusty, crusty, crusty. Sprinkler. She's not a sprinkler. She'll actually take care of me. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm gonna still try to provide for her. Yeah. Because that's that's just, you can't drop your role just it's, because it's, things it's got comfortable. It's in my nature. It's yep. in my nature. It's innate in me. Exactly. And I'm gonna see, but here's the thing: I'm not intimidated by my wife making more money than I am. And that is the leg that these sprinkle, sprinkle, dusty, dusty women use to go and leave a man. Because if that's how you are thinking, if you see a man for what he has in his, have have you heard the quote? 
the man who serves God for money is capable of leaving of serving the devil for a better, for a better salary. salary. I'm gonna repeat that. The man who serves God for money is capable of serving the devil for a better salary. The woman who sees a man for his pockets is capable of leaving him for a deeper pocket. Yep. And we we have to be, uh, bro. I feel like the theme across facts today. A, across this entire thing is consistency. You say it yourself. Oh, he's gonna leave me for a woman with a better body. You know that. You knew that because he got with you because of your body. And he told you he left the other one for you. Exactly. Because you had a better body than the past one. So previous one. So why is it so messed up when he does it? But when you do it for a whole different reason, it's oh, it's fine. Yeah. You were never after a, a relationship, you were after a come up. And here's the thing. Do that enough times, and that's an excellent way to end up end up broke and single. And people people forget one thing, a whole factor about this is the whole soul ties thing. Yeah. People forget that we're humans and that we can just have sex without getting some type of attachment. Yeah. But ne- but then most of the time we all wanna we all wanna act we all wanna act tough or we all wanna act like oh it is just sex or oh, I don't care about it. No, there is a soul tie going on. There is an emotional connection going on whether you like it or not. Yeah. It, there is a there's a hormone called and I and I heard it the other day and I don't want to get too uh scientifical about it but there's a homo a hormone called um i don't even don't get too medical here bro yeah um called the the hormone oxytocin yeah and they call it the hormone of bad judgment why because that's the hormone that gets released when we have sex and that's the hormone that wait isn't it dopamine no you can look it up. You guys can look it up. It's called the hormone of toxic oxytocin. Oxytocin. Basically, is what gets released, which was allows us to when we sleep with somebody, even if a night one night stand. The reason we want to stay there and keep cuddling, the reason we feel safe and trustworthy, is because this is the hormone that gets released. Right, right. Uh, and it's the store, the same hormone that gets released when you have an argument with your wife and you just have sex right after and you forget completely about the argument. Right. Okay. So okay. So dopamine is the reward system, mm-hmm. and oxytocin is basically. What conduces us to like to fog our judgment, basically. Basically, okay. when it comes to sexual activity. Okay. So we forget about all that, and as especially women, women go and have sex with a man, and they quote unquote don't care about him like that. They just there for his money, mm-hmm. and then you go and have sex with him. You really think this is gonna continue? I don't know for however long, and you're not gonna get attached one way or another. Yeah. You're not gonna get attached to his smell, his voice. True. His actions, his facial expressions. You, you, and, you, and here's the thing. He, right off of that, there's a reason for that. We are not designed for these transactional one-nighters. We're not designed to just give everything away to a person and, and just keep giving that same thing to another person. That's not what our intrinsic Without design commitment. is. Without commitment. Exactly. Bro, I always say, I always say this. Men and women alike all want to be loved by one person. Yep. I don't care what your your view no. There there might be a, a skewed way that you're seeing relationships, but we all want to be loved mm-hmm. and taken care of. Women by one man and men by one woman. Yep. That's what we want. The reason that does not happen a lot of the time is because along the way we were pursuing that and that pursuit hurt us. That pursuit mm-hmm. betrayed us. The person who we thought was going to be that person 
did us dirty. Yeah, trauma. And then we start to we start to um. I think we, we I think we start to make our own narrative of what it exactly. looks like. Exactly, we start to 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 pervert the way that we're supposed to be loved. Mm-hmm. We are because let's say, let's say that you're a man who is really, really, really after one woman, right? Just one, and that woman never does wrong by you. She always has your best interest in in mind. She always takes care of her man. Right. She always makes sure that her man is fed, that her man is to, is you know well dressed because you know women do that too. If if that woman always does that, I promise you that man will never cheat. That man will be the happiest man alive. He will be one of the best behaved men in society because when you have a good woman in your home, you know how to act on the streets. Mm-hmm. You know how to represent your home. You don't want to lose what you got home. And we and you ask that man, oh, do you wish you had something? Nope. I got all I need at home. I got all. And then you you ask these old couples because I'm not just talking out my butt here. I'm talking about examples. Right. You ask these old couples that have been married for 50, 60 years. Yo, bro, do you wish you had more female friends? What? For what? I got all the woman I need right here. Mm-hmm. Look at her. She, she can have all the wrinkles. Look at her beautiful self. Mm-hmm. Look at how she glows. Look at those beautiful white hairs, how they just flow down her uh, mm-hmm. down her face. Bro, that is wild, the fact that people are not aspiring for that. For because that. if we keep the, the the process of give me, give me, and I'll give you, depending on what you give me, y'all are going to end up lonely. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all are going to end up, men are going to end up lonely and sexless, and women are going to end up lonely and broke. And bitter. And everybody's gonna be better. Everybody's gonna be better. Nobody's gonna want. Nobody's gonna want to trust nobody. Mm-hmm. That's there's a big trust deficit issue going around. A, tr- a lack of trust epidemic. There's a there's a really big problem when people say, "Oh well, I don't want him to have my phone." Come on, we're past that. That's that's high school conversations. Yeah. What do you mean you don't want the? Oh well, that's this is my privacy. Let me tell you something. Same man that paid for your phone. Exactly. Let me tell you something. There's there's no such thing as privacy in a marriage. What do you mean? There's no such thing as, a, as privacy in marriage. And I, I I advocate for full transparency. Full. I don't I don't really care how you were raised. You need to understand that the institution of marriage, just like you say, requires you to die at the altar. Wherever you knew and, and came to love at this point, if it is going to affect your marriage, it has to go. It has to go. It has to. Any, I, I always, somebody asked me, it was a friend of mine, Joss, Jocelyn. She's a, a, a worship leader down in Reading. Okay. Yeah, we met her in uh, one of the Marcus. When we used to go to Lebanon, Lancaster. That was a while ago. It was remember. a while ago, but um, she one time she asked me, "What's the difference between secrecy and privacy?" And I'm like, "Okay, secrecy in a marriage? No, absolutely not, because that means that I'm keeping information from you. Mm-hmm. And if we're living under the same roof, we're sleeping in the same bed. We're sh- there's no reason there should be any secrets between you and I. Right? Privacy." Certain things that we don't tell other people. Mm-hmm. What was private to me is not private to us. Right. Like if 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 I had a, a an emotional issue that was private to me, marriage means that now you you have to get the disclosure. Right. You have to get the full briefing on what's going on. So you must you must understand what my brother Oscar is saying here. You gotta die to yourself. You can't go into marriage expecting that you're gonna get something out of this person, and that's all you're in there for. Because again, I understand not everybody is looking for marriage. Yeah. Not, but there's a reason for that too. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, we have been sold the lie that men being promiscuous, which mm-hmm. means being a hoe, men being promiscuous is a good thing because, you know, how many how many um women can I get? Bro, if I if I hear one more lock and key analogy, I'm going to I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Oh well, if you have a, a a lock and every key opens a lock, that's a crappy lock. But if you're a key, that bro, shut up. What are you talking about? No, it's just we're we're not talking about hardware. We're talking about a human, a human being, and you both equally have the same sexual value. Mm-hmm. Your bodies are worth something. I just want you to know when I say. Don't just advertise your body. I'm not saying that your body isn't worth anything. I'm saying that you're not just your body. But if you don't think that your body is worth anything, I always ask people this. How many dates before you give somebody your phone passcode? Before they can go through your phone? Oh, well, bro, she got to be living with me before that. What you mean? She can't get my phone just like that. I mean, that's my answer. Bro, but how many dates? I'm talking about somebody who doesn't really have, right? And that's fine. Mm. But not really because Carmen... Carmen knew my phone password even before we were dating because I honestly well different in dynamics exactly. can also be a factor. But, but but then but then you ask that same person who just said that they would not give their phone passcode up until they have been living together for a while. Mm-hmm. How many dates before you, you sleep with them? Oh, you know, two three dates, man, just to see what's going on. So you're telling me that what's in your phone is worth more than what's in your body. You're you're telling me that you're a, a, a cellular device in an, an electronic box. That has no more value than what you paid for it. That you change it every two years. That's worth more to you than the only body you're ever gonna have. I heard the most ridiculous thing yesterday on Instagram, and it was a girl. She was one of she wasn't one of those podcasts that do nothing but bash women. Okay, and she the was whatever podcast probably probably shouldn't said that. But whatever. I don't know. Go ahead. She was like. She was like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay with doing OnlyFans now, and I'm okay with doing all this now because when I'm all done with this, I'm just gonna reclaim my virginity. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just gonna reclaim my virginity, <laughs> bro. You know what? You know what? I'm, I'm not gonna. Even... They got sneakers in Foot Locker that's made out of recycled things. <laughs> I'm not gonna address that. I'm really not. I am not addressing this. I am. I'm gonna leave that alone, because honestly, those podcasts look up for the the men and women by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Men and women who have the least amount of matter between their ears, mm-hmm. the smallest brains. But it it just blows my mind because this is the stuff that 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 it's clickbaity. It's it's what sells. It's what people want to see. Mm-hmm. And, and then the the sad part is that so many people take that as good advice. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, I guess I'll do the same thing when I'm, like, 40. We have to value ourselves a little bit more. Like, I, a I, lot I, more. I'm really sad that that we allowed men to see themselves as bank accounts and women, and women to see themselves as body parts. And the only reason both parties are doing the same thing is because the other party allowed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a two way street. It's that's all it really is. And if you are somebody who who's listening to this and you have been a victim of this, that you you have been a person who has, uh, been used for your money or your body, mm-hmm. and this is by the way 
you can flip the roles. There's women who are used for their money and men who are used for their bodies too. As well. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to think that this is just, you know. Uh, I want you to understand that there you, you, you can stop. You can always, I'm not going to say you can reclaim your virginity like that one girl, but you can absolutely take a stand for yourself and give yourself some value. Mm-hmm. You, you have time. You, it's never too late to recognize that you are intrinsically valuable. Mm-hmm. You are worth a damn. You are worth something. And there are people out there willing to see it. Just like I tell just like I tell women, just like there's there's men out there that are willing to work for you, work two jobs so that you don't have to work a single job. Mm-hmm. There's women out there, brothers, that are willing to make to get up at three o'clock in the morning, and I can tell you this because this happens. This has happened to me. Wake up at three o'clock in the morning just so that you don't have to go to work without food in your in, in your stomach. And and for the women that uh, like he no that was a good example. You know there are men out there that are willing to work two jobs, but that's still not. There's men out there who are willing to listen to you. Exactly. There are men out there who are willing to help you through your trauma and heal. There are men out there who don't see you as a burden. Yeah, exactly. There, there's men out there. There's men that out there are actually men. There's men out there who if you show too much PDA, they're not going to call you clingy. Oh, that was another one. That was another one. Uh, yeah, I remember we, it now. We talked about it last week, right? Yeah. That there was a woman who said that she did everything for for her man that she would, you know, go out of her way to and this guy, the door. And, and this guy was like, and you're doing it, too much exactly, basically. Exactly. This idiot was like, "Oh, he she's clingy, bro. She doesn't like you." That's I guarantee you there's a billion whatever people in the world. Somebody Somebody will appreciate everything that you do for them. Exactly. And not just that. You also have to understand that men, we're simple creatures. We will tell you to your face that we don't like you without saying those words. Oh, you're too clingy. I bet you that another woman that have certain assets that maybe you don't have, he won't find her clingy. But he finds you clingy. That is a perfect way for you to know that you you have maybe overstayed your you're welcome. welcome. According, and it sucks to say it like that. Mm-hmm. But it just has to be said because until we don't start to value ourselves, we're not going to get out of these toxic situations. Which actually brings me to today's question. Hold on, because I just I want to say one more thing. No, oh, go ahead. I just want to say one more thing. Um, and there is no place in the world that you can just go directly and you're gonna find what you're looking for. No, it always has to start with you because I always say you attract what you are. Yeah, you attract what you are. There's no place that you're just gonna build build a bear, build a guy, build a girlfriend. No. You have to you have to become somebody who is who is of value in order to attain value. Yeah. And how does that start? It starts with you. It starts with you. You you really have to be intentional about what you And I guarantee you do. if you focus on on your health in all aspects, your spirituality, if you focus on God, your goals, the guy that you that you guys keep, you know, commenting on 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 my man's um in TikTok. Oh, I wish that I I had a husband like this. You can. You really can. You can. I suggest find God first. I have friends that we talk all the time because again, as a trucker, it gets lonely out there. We're on the phone, and he's like, "Yo, bro, how do I find a wife, bro? Because I see that you're so happy. I see that you whatever. I'm like, bro, find God." Don't, don't worry about a girl right now. Mm-hmm. Well, find God. That's what you got to do. Oh, Hannah, thank you so much. 1,400 likes. She just gave crazy going going in. She's a real MVP. Yeah, and there's uh somebody. What's her name? I just saw a comment. What is it? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Sean Gray said, God, I'm so tired of this conversation. If you need if you need help, you can go to my profile. You can hit block so you don't have to see my content anymore. That's it. That's all you got to do. Or you can swipe to the next live. But with that being said, we are going to go into the question of the day, which again talks about ending up in these situations and these marriages and these relationships. Right. Because uh, she's not married, which is a good thing in this case. It says, please help. I am in an emotionally abusive relationship. We have been together for four years, but are still not married and have one baby girl. He doesn't hit me, but that's the only thing he hasn't done. He constantly yells at me, gaslights me, and has even cheated. I want to leave, but I don't want our daughter to see her family fall apart. What do I do? Would you rather see your daughter see you fall apart? With all due respect. (sighs) Before before we go down that route, let's... I I, I always try to treat these questions with as much grace as possible. Yeah. First and foremost, I'm sorry. First and foremost, we thank you, first of all, for your vulnerability and your bravery to ask this question because yeah. it does take a lot it does take a lot to even type these things she probably typed this with tears on her phone probably right i'm sorry that you're going through this i know for a fact that you didn't get into a relationship hoping that this man would be this way mm-hmm. you probably saw something in him that maybe he did have at some at some point maybe he was his person and not anymore or maybe he was never that person and he tricked you because you even said he gaslights you. Mm-hmm. Maybe he confused you to the point that you thought that he was worth giving a child to. And and I'm sorry. You don't deserve this. Nobody does. Nobody deserves to be treated this way. With that being said, with that being said, as Oscar was alluding to, if you are staying, hello, if you are staying in a relationship that is toxic, again, I hate using that word, but it actually applies here. That is this bad. That is this abusive Mm -hmm. that is this dysfunctional if you're staying for the sake of the child you are doing that child you're not doing them a favor you are you are doing them a disfavor you are making sure that they grow up in a home that they do not know how to differentiate what proper love is supposed to look like yeah and in your case you have a daughter Mm. here's what you're doing you are inadvertently Teaching her that it is okay to put up with for a man to put down a woman. It is okay for a man to gaslight a woman. Mm-hmm. It is okay for a man to yell at her, to cheat on her because he even cheated. Mm-hmm. It's okay for him to do all of that, and she still won't leave. That is what you're teaching her. So then when she introduces a bum, because we reflect the patterns of her parents. Yes, sir. We reflect them to, to the dot. I've seen that happen. I'm like, whoa, there's no way. We reflect her parents' patterns so badly that she will introduce... A bum to her life. Possibly even worse than her dad. She will introduce that man to her life. And he will do all these things to her. And even worse. She might even put his hands on her. And she won't leave because mm, mom put up with it. Yeah. It's how how love was shown. If you stay through all this, it just means that you love this person. Exactly. No. That's not true at all. And I just want you to say again, if you're doing it for the sake of the child. Oh, I don't want. I don't want my my daughter to see a house that's falling apart. Manny just said that house has already fallen apart. 
Yes, sir. It was never. Who, let me ask you a question. Why? Or ask yourself the question when you hear this. Yeah. Why does this man have the, the privilege of calling himself a father and you can't even call yourself a wife? Yeah, because you said they're not married. They're not married. Why? Why did you give this? I have a very, very apparently, what's the word? Controversial opinion on this. Don't give children to people that you're not married to. I know that sometimes it happens, and I understand. Them. Children, kids are blessings. I understand. Yeah. Don't give children to people you are not married to. Vice versa, men and women, stop doing that. Because if you say marriage is too big of a commitment, but a child isn't, I I don't I don't get that. I really don't understand that. However, with that being said, this man is a father, but he's not even a husband. He didn't. He wasn't even willing to commit to you. Maybe that hurts you. I need you to see the blessing in disguise that this is, because now you don't have to go through legal paperwork. Yep. In the eyes of God, you two were never really a union. Not until you signed that paperwork. Not until you're married. So. Please, please leave this man. And I and I'm going to make a few assumptions here. Get out. Okay, I'm going to assume that he works and you don't. That can be the case because many women choose not to leave when they're in these situations mm-hmm. because they don't want to lose the financial. Maybe they have nobody support, else here. You know. In fact, there was there was a a woman when one of our first podcasts. That she said that she wasn't leaving her man for until her daughter was five. Oh, remember that one. That she says, I'm going to have him work and I'm going to stay at home with the daughter until she's five and then I'm going to leave him. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't sound too good. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a good, like a good situation. If that's the situation you're in, if you're just with this person because, again, you don't want to see your family fall apart and you don't and you need the financial uh, stability. Stability. I've seen so many women rise and conquer. And and I just want to tell you something. It is not good for kids to be raised by single moms. That is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. However, this situation is even worse. So you have to choose the lesser of two evils. Try to find a job. Try to find something that's sustainable. Something that can give you the means to take care of your daughter. And get away from this man. Because, again, he hasn't hit you yet, but he if he's constantly gaslighting you, if he's constantly talking down to you, putting you down, like that one man who said that his opinion is worth more than his wife's, and then... And, and, oh, yeah, I remember that. Bro, you have to give yourself some value. You have to. You cannot keep living life like this. You have to take a step back, look at your daughter, and understand that the best decision you can make for her is to leave. And don't let a person who's in a authoritarian uh, position or because they have money or they're taking care of you keep you in a position that you do not need to be in yeah it's i don't want to say this is stockholm syndrome because it's not really it's not really that drastic obviously because she wants to leave but to some degree stockholm syndrome is basically when somebody falls in love with their kidnapper falls in love with the person who is Mm. you know and they they want to stay. That, that's who. Right. In this case, it's almost the same. It's just that she doesn't really have any emotional attachment to the man. I don't think she wants to stay, bro. She doesn't want to stay, but she doesn't leave is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I don't think it's because she's in love with him. No, I know. But what I'm trying to say is that 
the the point that I'm alluding to is that sometimes leaving is obviously not even the best option. It's the only option, mm-hmm. and it still doesn't happen. Yeah. So in this case, you need to take a stand for yourself and be careful. Obviously, I want you to be careful about this, but do your best and try to be out of there. Uh, if you have any friends, any family that you can talk to, maybe you do, but maybe you don't. Anybody f- of confidence? Exactly. Maybe you don't see them. As that, if you explain your situation to them, nine times out of ten, many of the things like in our heads, oh, nobody's going to want to take me. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to talk to your family. Yeah. Talk to them. Maybe they warned you a hundred times about this man. Talk to them anyways. Because family is family. I, I, unfortunately, everybody doesn't really have the same dynamic with their family. Yeah. I hope you do. But you will never know until you try. And at the end of the day, freedom is in the power of the tongue. So, yeah. So, you, you, you got to you gotta go. For your own safety, for your daughter's well-being, for her developmental stage. Mm -hmm. Now, she doesn't see that women can just put up with any man's BS. Please, just go. Do yourself that favor. And I don't care if this man breaks down crying. I don't care. Let that man heal on his own. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Sometimes proximity is good. Exactly. Well, from Uh, a distance. Yeah, distance is good. So, please, take care of yourself. And, uh... With that being said, I want to, do you have anything else that you want to? All right. So this episode is coming to an end. However, I want to end this episode in the following manner. Um, I in no way, shape, or form, far be it from me from telling people what to do with their lives. Yeah. You know, this is just two guys talking it out, seeing a lot of nonsense and addressing it because we see a lot of this nonsense in ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of you don't understand. We are two men trying to hash it out because we see a lot of these flaws in ourselves. With that being said, I want to round this out to the point of if you are using a person for what they can offer you. If you're letting a person use you for what you can offer them. That is not going to end in what you think it's going to end. It's going to end terribly, poorly. You're going to be used or you're going to be a user. Neither position is a good position to occupy. Take a step back. Give yourself some value. Recognize the value in other people. Men are not just wallets. And women are not just body parts. We have a lot more to offer for each other. And if you want to have a successful, long-lasting, fulfilling marriage. Because that's what the goal here is. Again, I advocate for marriage. If you want to have a fulfilling marriage. Do your best to outserve your spouse. That's a wrap. Amen. Y'all have a great one. And yes. thank you so much for joining. Stay uncomfortable.